0: The Bill Shakespeare Project presents This Week in Shakespeare for the week ending Monday, June the 4th, 2018. Hola, Bartifiles, and welcome to the 199th episode of This Week in Shakespeare, a podcast brought to you by The Bill Shakespeare Project. This is our weekly opportunity to let you know about the latest and greatest in Willie Shakespeare headlines coming at you every Tuesday. The goal here is to hit you with a quick blast, no more than 10 minutes tops, of Bard-related news. Plus, we'll try to serve up some historical dates for what were the past seven days of the year. So, this week's news stories included, the New York Times ran a piece on the new tenure of Michelle Terry at Shakespeare's Globe in London, and her race, gender, and disability-blind casting. Den of Geek ran the announcement that The King, a Netflix production inspired by the Henriad, Henry IV parts 1 and 2 and Henry V, has gone into production for a 2019 release. The Sydney Morning Herald ran a nice op-ed on the good, the bard and the ugly of studying Shakespeare, a nice piece with some quality points made. The New Orleans Advocate previewed the upcoming opening of this year's New Orleans Shakespeare Festival with All's Well That Ends Well, and later this summer, the Scottish play. The Marin Independent Journal reviewed Hamlet by Marin Shakespeare, running through July 8th in Northern California, calling the production tentative but engaging. Inside Louisville reviewed The Comedy of Errors by Kentucky Shakespeare, playing through June the 10th and then returning in July to run in-rep with Henry IV Part One and Othello, giving the production a rave review and calling it A Great Night of Theatre. CBC in Canada reviewed Timon of Athens by Shakespeare in the Ruins, running through June 23rd in Winnipeg, Canada, saying that this is a rare chance to see the play and a smart, stylish, and well-performed production makes it a chance that you shouldn't pass up. And finally, we have a boatload of reviews for The Two Noble Kinsmen by Shakespeare's Globe. The Guardian reviewed it, giving the production three of five stars and saying though, the source material is erratic, but the production keeps it together. The Financial Times also reviewed the production in London, giving it four of five stars and calling it a witty and ebullient staging of a tricky text. The Upcoming also reviewed the production, running through the end of June, giving it five of five stars and calling it joyful, spectacular, and easy to follow. The Arts Desk also reviewed it, calling it engaging and daft. City AM also reviewed it, giving it four of five stars and calling it a return to what the globe does best. I'm taking that as a backhanded non-compliment to Hamlet and As You Like It, running there right now as well. Let's take a look back on the last seven days and how they relate to Shakespearean history, both his and the history in his plays. On May 29th, 1405, Richard La Scrope was arrested for treason for his support of Harry Percy against Henry IV, events discussed in the first part of Henry IV. On May 30th, 1431, Joan of Arc was burned at the stake for heresy, as depicted in the first part of Henry VI. On May 31st, 1443, Margaret Beaufort was born the great-granddaughter of john of gaunt she would live quite the life she married four times her first being dissolved before she was a teen she would then marry the half-brother of the reigning king henry the sixth this marriage to edmund tudor would produce a child henry born when she was just thirteen and already a widow as edmund had died while in custody of yorkist forces in the early years of the war of the roses she would then marry harry stafford who would widow Margaret again in 1471, fighting for the Yorkists. Her last marriage to Henry Stanley further aligned her with the Yorks, who now had taken the throne with Edward IV. When Richard, Duke of Gloucester, became Richard III, he stripped her of her titles, but she uh, got the last laugh when her son, remember Henry, won the crown from Richard at Bosworth Field and was crowned Henry VII. Like I said, quite the life. On June 1, 1533, Anne Boleyn was coronated as Queen of England as Henry VIII's second wife, less than a week after his marriage to Catherine of Aragon was voided by an English archbishop. On the same day in 1985, the Japanese samurai film Ron opened. This is Akira Kurosawa's epic adaptation of King Lear after earlier filming Macbeth as Throne of Blood. On June 2, 1420, Henry V married French princess Catherine of Valois, after the post-Agincourt Treaty of Troyes recognized the former Prince Hal as the regent and heir to the throne of France, and arranged for the royal wedding. On June 3, 1397, William de Montacute, the second Earl of Salisbury, died. Salisbury fought under both Edward, Black Prince of Wales, and John of Gaunt in the Hundred Years' War. On June the 4th, two film versions of Julius Caesar were released. The 1953 Joseph Mankiewicz screen adaptation with Marlon Brando opened in the US, and the 1970 version, directed by Stuart Burge and starring Charlton Heston, opened in the UK. And that was your week in Shakespeare. listening to the Bill Shakespeare Project presentation of This Week in Shakespeare for the week ending June the 4th, 2018. For our blog and previous Twiz episodes, including links to the news stories we've covered, as well as the real Bill Shakespeare Project podcast, check us out at thebillshakespeareproject.com. And we'll catch you next week. Shakespeare fans, need a poster to hang in your room? Teachers, Need some nifty handouts for your students to peruse as you introduce them to the bard? Or are you just in the mood for some printable versions of some of the cool infographics found on this website? Well, regardless of how you answered those questions, I've got a scratch for that itch, a solution for that problem. Check out the Bill Shakespeare Project page on the Teachers Pay Teachers website. You can find character maps for Romeo and Juliet and Julius Caesar previewing the characters and their relationships to one another. I've also got geographical maps so your students can wrap their heads around travels within the plays Troilus and Cressida. Yes, even TNC get some love. All's well that ends well as well, see what I did there, plus Pericles and Othello. There's also handouts on the so-called history in Macbeth and Julius Caesar, time in Romeo and Juliet, and violence in Titus Andronicus. Also, you'll find entire packets of handouts for both King Lear and Macbeth, including scene-by-scene timelines and the interactions as well as relationships between the characters. And I'll be adding even more soon. Plus, this is where you can find the printable version of the new and improved periodic table of Shakespeare. Some of these are for free and some are for purchase, but all can be found on the Bill Shakespeare Project page on TeachersPayTeachers.com. Oh, And if you want to purchase a pre-printed poster-sized version of that periodic table, well then head on over to the Bill Shakespeare Project page on redbubble.com. Links to both of these sites can be found in the left-hand margin of this website.